Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Domestic Boyfriends Podcast. My name is Dean, and always with me is my beautiful co-host, Vincent. Hello. We are back. We are revitalized. We have a new purpose uh, when it comes to this. Um, And hopefully you guys will will be able to see it um, as we work on the new episodes uh, coming out this month and uh, for the rest of the year and the foreseeable future. Um, We have a couple things that we're going to be trying out. Um, we're gonna feel the waters on a cup on a few of these ideas, but mostly the same old talkity talk that you are used to with us. Um, we have a lot of great news to go over. Uh, the new segment is back. You know the writer uh, Sag Afra and uh, everybody involved in the Writers Guild and the Actors Guild over in Hollywood got their situations in a better state to the point where. These strikes are over, and we're going to be talking more about news that we couldn't before because that was the majority of this year, was the fact that we couldn't do that. So um, we're going to bring up some things that we were that we want to talk about. Like, a lot of it has passed by this point, um, but we're going to bring up a couple of those things. Um, and this week, uh, we are going to be doing one of our rare anime episodes. So... Uh, as you can see from the title, we're going to be talking about Dr. Stone. Um, really excited about this. Uh, was a show that I watched uh, when it first came out. And now that I am more caught up with it, I'm excited to talk about it. Because it's uh, it's pretty great. I think it's... Um, if you haven't watched it, uh, I think it's a really good anime for introducing non-anime viewers to i don't know if like you agree mm-hmm. oh but, wholeheartedly because like the concepts within mm-hmm. it like it's not too far off for this being like a show on like nbc it's just the... mm-hmm. it's just like portrayed like in you know an anime that's all yeah the easiest comparison that i've given to people and like to people that i've recommended the show to who aren't necessarily into anime but are like a part of our generation and stuff is anyone that grew up enjoying watching Jimmy Neutron will enjoy the show and get a major kick out of it. Because for all intents and purposes, this is really just anime Jimmy Neutron of specifically the episode where they got, uh, where they went back in time with the remote control and then it was broken. So they had to, (laughs) so Jimmy just had to recreate things with Stone Age technology. Honestly, it reminds me of- if that was turned into a full anime arc. And honestly, the episode where he was abandoned on the island with... On the island? with Sid. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty, you know, pretty one-for-one. One. Yeah. Um, and, like, it's fantastic. Like, Jimmy Neutron was great, and, like, everything going on in the show is honestly just really solid. Yeah, no. Uh, so stick around for that in the end, because uh, that is today's topic. Um, but to go over some news... Um, we have a we have a lot to cover, you know. We there's multiple things that we can dive into, um, but you know we're just gonna talk about a few. Um, production for a lot of movies are back in. Some stuff got canceled. Um, I know, like we're off the hype of. I think like it, it's died down a lot, uh, especially since the Game Awards happened and Spider Man Two got no awards that it was nominated for. Um, Fucking robbed. To say that like we 
like a lot of people are off the hype train of it. Um, but with the actor strike, uh, we actually got like, we didn't get confirmation, but, um, a lot of stuff has happened with some of the stuff that we were promised, uh, from both Marvel and Sony. Um, though in productions, they, they don't really have a hundred percent control if they're not the distributor and the, uh, producing studio. Um, but the Silk show, uh, is kind of in limbo right now. I think like the actors guild or the writers guild is like taking, Amazon to court for it, uh, which is like, you know, that's never a win-win situation when you're going up against a mega company. Um, but that's really sad because, uh, you know, and uh, spoilers for Spider-Man, uh, you know, Cindy Moon, like, I think that was like what was aligned or like what like an idea was probably tossed around is like them like putting this character more into the limelight. Uh, but if the show doesn't happen, then that's kind of sad. Um, I'm not, I'm not, you don't, I don't, I don't really know how much knowledge you have on Cindy Moon Silk herself, uh, because like oh, she's I like have very little. Okay, so she's like I want to say she's like a relatively new character. She's like original. She's like an original Sin character, and original Sin happened like I want to say like <coughs> ooh, sorry, I want to say like that happened like original Sin was like around the same time as the New Fifty Two ish. So like I want to say like. 2012, 13, maybe 14. Uh, so she was like retconned into existence and stuff. Um, Aquaman, we're not going to talk about Aquaman, too. Um, uh, Kill the Justice League, want to talk about that? Yeah, all right. Um, so after we, after everybody bullied Rocksteady into, uh, like submission and made them like go dark for a while. Um, we got more news. I forget where we got more news for Kill the Justice League yet. Um, uh, Twitter, YouTube, tons of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it didn't tons of leaked, gameplay right? footage now. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no, they just officially put it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But wasn't it at like an event? Or uh, was it just like social media? I think it was just dropped. Yeah, um, I don't remember if it was at an event or anything. So everybody was kind of like sad about everything and like they're like it's not that good and like they're really bullying the studio and everything and like when has rocksteady made a bad game you know what i mean like trust the process i get it's a little different when they're working with someone like dc or like you know if rocksteady like where to work with marvel or like any other big studio um but february 2nd we're gonna get this game and like me and vincent have already talked about it beforehand uh when, like, the initial releases were coming out, but, like, this is gonna be, like, a day one. This is gonna yeah. be a, this is gonna be a, we are, what is it, February 2nd? Let me check. February 2nd's, like, uh, Friday? Yeah, no. I already know what I'm gonna use my PTO on. Uh, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take a half day, like I did for Spider-Man, uh, and then I'm gonna take the day off. Uh, so... February 5th, I will, I'm going to take the day off of work because uh, I'm going to be running some games with Vincent and um, maybe James and Kenneth. They, I'm like, so excited. We can, be our, we can be our second or third. I don't know if anybody else on the front. I just need to know it. what platform. Oh, uh, PlayStation. Yeah, right. We're just That's running, fine. We're running on PlayStation. Don't, don't say okay. that. You're going to hurt me. No, 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 what no, platform? no. I'm playing on PlayStation. Are you kidding? Know. Haptic feedback? Adaptive controller? It may be purple. It's the PlayStation, not the sit there and look at it station. I'm playing it. It may be purple. 
Maybe what if it's like always glowing purple? That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Uh, it looks good. Uh, the trailer releases the 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 very little but like more expansive uh, look into what the story is gonna be. Like we already know it's like the Brainiac stuff, but like the Justice League is taking over. Like the situation that we're probably gonna be in. Uh, the fact that Metropolis is apparently two times larger than Gotham is in the Arkham universe, uh, and that that's what we're getting. Uh, skins, yeah. customize like everything's customizable. Weapons, um, yeah, it's just they they unloaded on us. They really said they get really they really threw the like training arc uh, attitude at us. Um, I still don't know who I'm gonna play. I really thought Killer King Shark was gonna gonna be my definite no, but honestly, like I don't, I don't cool. dis, I don't dislike any of them. So I kind of want to try playing Captain Boomerang. I've always had like a fascination with like a speedster in a video game setting, which we yeah. still haven't really gotten outside of like the Lego games. Yeah, and I'm interesting to see how his mobility is because like it seems like he's more of a teleporter with cool animations, like throw a boomerang and then you're just gonna go. But we also seen scenes where he's like obviously moving at higher speeds, so yeah, uh, it's it's gonna be really cool. Um, they did say I don't know if you caught it in the one trailer. They said additional characters, or they said other characters. Um, so who we see if there if there are going to be more than the four that we get in the base game, or if more are unlocked throughout the entire game, or. Of course, we already knew that there was a season, or there's a battle pass and everything like that. So, like, who do you want in this? I want to play as Lex. Okay, I can we see. We know it. he's in the game. It'd be yeah. cool to play as Lex. You want, him, fun. you want him in the armor, or do you just want you want guy? Just guy or armor? I want to play armor. Oh, okay. I want to play as armor Lex. I have a feeling we're just gonna get like just super villains, you know? Playable. Yeah. I really feel like we're gonna get heroes to play as. Uh, do you want, I mean, besides, King Shark's not really, I mean, he is a meta, but do you want people with meta powers? Because all of these people, like, the Speed Force gauntlet and King Shark being just a fucking shark, like, there's no real powers. These are all, like, weapons. Well, I mean, King Shark does have his own power, right? He is a shark. this version of him. He has shark powers. But, Um, I mean, like, besides that, like, we don't have, like, it's not like we're dealing with, like... You know, we're not Sinestro. We're not even like someone as simple as like, uh, fuck. What's her name? She's she's like a girl, but she has Mister Freeze powers. Um, oh, Killer Frost. Yeah, like we we could be like Killer Frost or even Poison Ivy, like all metas with Those pretty crazy abilities. Um, if I, if I had to be. Uh, I'm interested to see how they do how they do uh, speedster and everything like that, and like what DLC branches we could see from this. Because uh, I would yeah. definitely want to see like a. I, I I feel like this would be a situation where like we see Thawne again. Like we would see Eobard Thawne, and he's just like you messed up the timeline again, Barry. <laughs> and he's just like I'm stuck here, just like an injustice. He's like I'm stuck in a time loop. <laughs> uh. Yeah, no, super excited for this game. It's gonna be great. Um, remember to stay optimistic. I can't believe they kids. bullied them into making it well later. 
I, I know, get right? it. Not everyone wants to shoot purple orbs, but goddamn, I wanted to shoot purple orbs in September. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. I feel like it. It might have just been a developmental thing. I don't know. I think I think it'll be fun. Um. Oh, uh, what else? Uh. You don't have plans on it, uh, but I saw the Marvel, so it was pretty good. Uh, they had a bunch of, like, glow-in-the-dark, or not glow-in-the-dark, like, they had a bunch of, like, stuff that lit up, like, they get, like, you could get a cup, like, a popcorn holder, uh, there's two different cups, um, mm-hmm. that was cool, that was cool, if you see it one day, maybe we could do, maybe we could talk about it, but, yeah. uh, uh, Marvel things, sorry, I'm just going through, like, my brain right now, uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, we talked about Spider-Man already. Um, still a good game. Uh, interested to see how Wolverine is going to be, you know. Um, um, Godzilla. Godzilla. I love Go- that, man. Godzilla. Uh, we haven't seen Minus. I haven't seen Minus. I haven't um, seen it either. But there's like so much Godzilla stuff just like happening. Uh, I went to see the new uh, Studio Ghibli movie in theaters uh, yesterday. Oh, what, what's the new Studio Ghibli movie? It's uh, the Boy and the Heron. Oh, Robert okay. Benson voices the Heron. Oh, what was it good? Yeah, Steve Batista and Mark Hamill. Uh it was a movie. Um, Steve Batista. This is very. Who's Dave that? Batista. Steve Batista. It's his cousin. Um. But interesting. It, the movie was like kind of hard to follow, but like the big thing was that the theater that I went to, and it's been a, like kind of an issue for that uh, theater for a while, is that their walls are kind of thin. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah. so like I was just watching the movie, and it got to like this really like sad, tense moment where it was like really quiet, and then in the next theater over, I just heard Godzilla screaming. I'm like, oh, this is kind of taken away from this moment right now. <laughs> And then I literally heard some guy shout, go to your nut. But it's like literally <laughs> like, like in the movie. So like it carried over to the next theater. That is hilarious. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine like being in like a super tense. You're like next to a theater that's the same movie, but you're at different points. And like the mm-hmm. super tense moment that you're in gets interrupted by the like jump scare in the other one. Um. Well, I mean, that's that's good. Robert, Robert Pattinson and Mark Batista? Uh, uh, Nathaniel. William Batista, gotcha. Yeah, that one. Um, speaking of big men, uh, Godzilla vs. Godzilla X-Kong? They're not, they're not facing each other anymore. They're together. Yep. Um, opinions? Uh, I was excited, <laughs> and then yeah. and then I saw the trailer and uh, saw them running, yeah, uh, and just booking it. And now I'm worried that this is going to be some kind of like weird Godzilla comedy movie in a way. So they're a buddy cop trio or duo. I don't know what the third one is. Um, what do you think happened to his arm? Uh Frostburn. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Do you think he something ate it off? 
Maybe. What do you There's think always the a bigger fish? What do you think the what do you think the axe is? The axes? The axe. Remember the axe? Oh. I've got no they don't idea. Need, they don't need it anymore. Maybe that's what sold. was used to chop it off. <laughs> What's it like? Have you played De- Devil May Cry 5? A little bit. <laughs> is it like when he... Is it when Nero... Or, is it like when Nero gets his arm cut off by Virgil? He used his own sword to cut off his, his son's thing? No? Okay. I might Maybe. have spoiled something for you. I, eh? Yeah. It's been a while since I played five. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, do you have anything while while I look through look through some of my stuff? Um. I did not necessarily come prepared. Um. Oh, the FNAF movie. Well, what do you, think uh, you know f- what? We got, we actually, no, we got some pretty exciting stuff that was announced during the Game Awards. So, mm. like, you know, let's talk about that for a little bit. Oh, at, yeah. at the very least, one very specific thing. Mm-hmm. Because if I know you and me, you and I both like games from the PS2 era. Um, one try. of my yeah. favorite games to the point where, like, I went and, like, made a very, at the time, very irresponsible decision. But now looking back on it, really cool decision uh-huh. uh which was buying a physical copy of the game off of ebay for 120 dollars um uh-huh. one of my favorite games growing up was dragon ball budokai tenkaichi 3 oh um, okay yeah, yeah, yeah yes 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 and at the game awards <coughs> we had an announcement for the next dragon ball game which is dragon ball sparking zero mm-hmm. uh for those who don't know and uh aren't that aware of like the Budokai series. It's it's Dragon Ball's Arena Fighter, like how Naruto has the Storm series. Yeah. Um it's always been super over the top, always had major, like majorly sized rosters. Uh the third uh one being the game with the the fighting game with the second highest uh second largest roster of all time, only beaten by Pobble 2 which is a bunch of inflated numbers because they're all just like reskins of different <laughs> characters. I think in total, yeah. I think it might actually have like 15 characters. I don't know. Um, but uh, it was always cool. It, it was the Dragon Ball game where I could go and like play as Goku and play as any one of his forms. Um, you, you could play as Kid Goku and then just become an Ozuru like that you don't get to do that in in like Dragon Ball video games you don't get to become the monkey yeah uh you don't get you don't get to play as Super Saiyan 4 Goku and then fuse with Super Saiyan with Super Saiyan 4 Vegeta by picking both just the base GT forms of the characters and then oh, choosing to fuse. I forgot that that was... That you, you don't get to it. have a roster of five characters that you have to literally beat all of to be able to get through. Those games could last a while. Yeah. But um, it's been a long time since we had a Budokai game. And Sparking is actually the Japanese name for the series. So for all intents and purposes, Sparking Zero is Budokai Tenkaichi 4. Yeah. That was a that was a big thing that a lot of people were 
confused about. They were like, what is this new title? And I was like, no. They just, uh, they're just trying to catch up to Japan. Because Japan knew what they were doing. Um, yeah, no, that's it's going to be fun. It's going to be cool. Um, I do have a, a bit of a nitpick. Um, and it's the fact that we're still calling them the Dragon Ball Z game. The, yeah, the Dragon Ball Z games. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if they just don't want to use Super or they just don't want to go back to just Dragon Ball. Um, or if it's mm-hmm. just Z is like more known. But like, you yeah. know, we're, we have like Super Saiyan Blues in there. Like, we're, we're probably going to get like UI and everything like that. And like, yeah, I mean, we have Broly from Super. Um, yeah. We have, um, we have the wolf guy from Injirin from Super. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. From bits of stuff that they showed off. It's going to be another Dragon Ball game where playing through the story starts you with having to fight Raditz again. You know, well, it's just sort of Dragon Ball now, isn't it? Yeah. It's just a tiny tidbit on my on my behalf. Because, mm-hmm. like, they... I don't know. They just always, like, keep with that title. Because, like, I don't know. Maybe it's more yeah. recognizable or something. I'm just ready for the cinematics again. That was, like, one of my biggest gripes about, like, the Xenoverse games. I had, like, a lot of issues with the Xenoverse games as a whole, honestly. Uh-huh. Like, they're fun and everything, but they weren't Budokai. You you didn't get to, like, use your, like, technique and then force your opponent to watch, like, a mini cutscene to, like, finish it because <laughs> you landed a really hard-to-hit move. Yeah. Like, that's something endearing about the series. so excited for it yeah no i'm also excited for it um still waiting for my naruto fighters but that's just me um (laughs) yeah oh man i had something i had something and i dropped it vincent dragon ball anime what was i thinking maybe it's something on my twitter feed that i passed up (sighs) dang it uh uh Oh, uh, Monster Hunter. We're just going to talk about some Game Awards stuff. Yeah. Uh, new Monster Hunter. That's exciting. Um, do we have a release date on it? Uh, 2025. Yeah, it's just 2025. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, that's fun. Yeah, me and Vincent are big Monster Hunters. Uh, so that's going to be fun. You know, by 2025, I'll have a gaming PC back. Maybe, probably, hopefully. Uh, and then we can then we can play the Monster Hunter, and then we can fight Gorm. Hey, maybe it'll be cross-platform for all we know. Yeah, we can fight Gormagula together. Dude, I I just can't wait to push back Zora Magdaros again. We have to hold him back. back. <laughs> Zora Magdaros is approaching. Where's my Dragonator? <laughs> Where's my Dragonator? Um. Yeah, it's interesting. I want to see what, like, what OGs are gonna come back. Um. You know, uh, the the chances, like, when we see, we can, like, we see box monsters come back mm-hmm. pretty frequently. I don't know. I just want to fight Nergigante again. Yeah. I, I hope Nergigante comes back. Nergigante was one of my favorites from World. I'm also interesting because, you know, 
I don't know if this is like evolving. Like, I would you, okay. Like, well, we can do some like minor speculation. Do you think that this is going to be a sequel to World? Um, no. I only I ask this because the post game was us was you going into the wilds. That's what it was called, right? The Wildlands. No. No? No. No. No? No. no. Uh, the, what was it the called? Post game, uh, well, the post-game of World for the base was fighting the um, the tempered monsters, and then Iceborne happened, and then you had the Guiding Lands. The Guiding Lands. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Maybe if this was called Monster Hunter, I think it was like the Wildspire Waste. No, 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 no. I remembered, I remembered the Guiding Lands as the Wildlands. Yeah. No. Um. I have a feeling like you know the Guiding Lands is going like things that they tried using the Guiding Lands for are going to be implemented there because this is, but this is a full open world Monster Hunter game. Yeah. Uh, from all the trailers and, and breakdowns that I've seen so far, like you can, there's a, there's a tent that you're probably going to be able to set up so you can like make your own um like uh campsites to go to you have uh you can see in the hunter's satchel that he has a light bow gun yeah in in there so probably swapping weapons on the fly will be there i'm kind of terrified because our hunter definitely has uh, a slinger on his arm, and I don't want to have to. <laughs> like the slinger was fine. Like sure, let us use it, but don't make it a requirement. Uh, but please do not bring back the the grapple hook thing. I don't want. I don't want to have to do a constant. Oh, yeah, you your know damage I mean? isn't good enough. Gotta yeah. keep making sure that we have the weakened part. Uh, from my little grapple hook move you tell me that takes you don't 15 wanna, seconds. You tell me you don't want to make it make everything easier? Just get rid of the monster to kick the shit out of me. And then I have to like throw my head at it over and over again until I beat it. Don't you like main hammer? No. Oh. I I was a great sword main for a great long time. Great sword, okay. Uh which and that is a great sword mentality. Monster try hit me, I hit it back hard. Um, but, uh, recently I've actually fallen in love with, um, at the start of Rise, it was Hunting Horn because Hunting Horn is so much fun in Rise. It's just just push button, do, do, do. It's, it's song hammer now. Yeah, it's song hammer and it's so much fun. But the one that I've truly fallen in love with is, and I never thought I would, is Longsword. Interesting. You've entered your... Weeb era. It's so much fun. It they gave it <laughs> the main reason why I picked it up was because they gave it something called the Sacred Sheath combo, which <laughs> is just the true charge slash, but for long <laughs> so I'm <okay. laughs> Huh. You give me move that make that makes the damage go go to four numbers and up? Well oh, please. Yes. Yeah, I think I remember I think I tried. I was like trying. Oh, sword and shield was the last thing I was trying to learn. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, the last thing that I uh, was trying to learn was sword and shield because you know I used to like my main is like insect life and uh, mm-hmm. 
I also play Charge Blade quite a bit. That's like Insect Lair is like my main, and then like Charge Blade's just like if I want to do like solo hunts. Yeah. Um I do you think they're gonna give us a new weapon? Uh we all everybody oh. keeps speculating about it. And ever since Insect Glaive and uh whatchamacallit got added. We got added with Insect Glaive? Was it Charge Blade? Uh no, it was um uh switch axe axe got added yeah uh maybe do you think if they they add in a new weapon it has to be in a pair so it's just not one new thing i want them to bring back um some of the weapons that they had in frontier how mm. do you know anything about monster hunter frontier no you know oh we could we could do a whole episode on frontier um, Frontier is so cool. It was the like Korean MMO. Oh um, wait, yeah, I know a little bit about this. Frontier is so for, cool, dude. It so ran for a cool long time, right? Oh yeah, it ran for a very long time. Um, Twenty two thousand. Shout out to one of my favorite content creators, um, Super Rad. Uh, for any Monster Hunter fan, uh, look into Super Rad. He has super awesome long form content just like diving really deep into just monster hunter as a whole he has full breakdowns and retrospectives on all of the games giving you certain like timelines and like content updates all the way through and just breaking down the timelines of that as well as like the evolutions of weapons across all the games what the fuck but is my this? favorite series that he did was on frontier because i had you know i never got to play the game and since frontier was an mmo um yeah, the game is like impossible to actually get info about, or at least it was for a long time. There are currently there are people working on reviving the game through private servers right now. Yeah, I was going to say I'm like looking into it, it's waiting with bated breath because I desperately want to try playing the game. Um, oh, this is interesting. Okay, I, I see. The, I see what you're talking about. The new yeah, you have the taunt. They had and the magnet spike. Yeah, they had a couple unique things for weapons. They had two new weapons being Tonfa and Magnet Spikes. Tonfa um, were a lot like dual blades and are just really cool. Um, oh, dual blades aren't and, in here. Oh, yeah, they are. Oh, they're just... Okay, okay, okay. Keep talking. And Magnet Spike is probably like the funniest and coolest weapon that they had because you, <laughs> you, you have this like giant like bow-looking thing but instead of it having like a drawstring, it's just a pole, and that's where you grab it and wield it as like an axe. Uh, and then you put down like like a magnetic orb on the ground, and then just like invert, and then get pulled to it, and then smack people. Um, it's a very goofy weapon, but like both were like cool concepts. I like the ideas of them. Uh, this really just the only looks other like, like no beast bow that you're yeah. holding wrong. Oh yeah. The other, like, big thing for weapons in the game as a whole, um, which is absolutely hilarious, um, was that they had introduced, uh, weapon sizes. Um, is that what I so see you could have, bowgun? uh, you could have a very short weapon, which was never the right decision, or you could have an extra long weapon. So I can have an um, extra extra short lance. You can have an extra sh you can have an extra short uh lance 
or you could have my personal favorite, um, an, uh, an extra large great sword, which I will send you a picture of real quick. Uh, and that, that looks ridiculous. Whoa, that's big. That... <laughs> <laughs> that's huge. What the yeah. heck? No, it was almost always the right decision to pick these like extra large <laughs> versions of these weapons um just because you got like all of the range benefits it's, it's so hacks. Uh, it's so crazy those are dual blades why are they so big <laughs> wait so what th- th- no those are those are two great swords no 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 just no. dual wielding great swords so that how does that work so for cool. like bows uh, it was I just a really no long bow. I have no earthly idea. Because I imagine for something like that, if anything, it's just more cumbersome. It might not have even been an option for bows. Like a really, a really long been. bow gun doesn't seem very bad at all. But like, <laughs> so interesting. An extra long sword and shield. An extra long longsword. Interesting. Yeah, no, I remember seeing something about this. When I first wanted to get into Monster Hunter, uh, I, like, looked up a bunch of stuff, and it was, like, content about, like, monsters that, like, you'll never see anymore, and, like, some of it was uh, some stuff from Frontier that hasn't made its way into any other games. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, um, but to answer your question, do I think that they're going to add something? Are, are they going to add something new? Uh, maybe. Um, you know, we, we hope for more content like that instead of them giving us fucking wire bugs, so. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see how uh, mobility works because we, we they are obviously taking this stuff from Rise and like running with it. Um, so, uh, I'm interested to see how that's going to go. Um, do you think we're going to be able to, like, I don't know. Do you think I can ride a Rathalos to, like, a different area as my vehicle and then kill him? That would be cool. Uh, yeah, I hope it's fun. Uh, do you want to talk about the big one? The big, the big game to be gamed? The big, big game to be game, the big game to be talked about. The big game we thought would never happen. The big game. That's not Fortnite. They didn't show off Kingdom Hearts four. <laughs> no, 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 no. The other, the other game underneath that game. Uh. Cause, it, cause you, you played GTA with us before, right? Oh, GTA six. Yeah, we got the trailer. I'm so excited. I think it's, I think it'll be fun. It's cool. We're back I'm, in Vice City. I'm gonna day one that game for sure. We're back in Vice City. That'll be fun. Um, uh, I've I played a little bit of San Andreas growing up, uh, but uh, I I was in one of those households where, um, you know, I could never um, have an M-rated game. Um. Until, like, you know, you mm-hmm. hit the age limit. Um, yeah. And so my first GTA game was 5, and I d- 
devoured that. Did you also I... say it was an ad? Huh? Did you say it was an ad when your mom walked in? Oh. Yeah? Yes, oh, always. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an ad in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Inside joke. But I Rockstar really knows how to write stories. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, I'm excited to see what we're going to get out of this. Seems like some Bonnie and Clyde type stuff. Um, yeah, it's definitely exciting. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, anything else that you wanted to talk about? Uh, they put Rock Band in Fortnite. You know, that's cool. What? Um, oh, no. What else? Uh, I really can't think of anything else. Maybe more stuff will come to me later. Um... Uh, I think my wife bought me uh, the Lego Optimus Prime that transforms. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, I can't wait till Christmas. I think that's what I'm getting. Um, yeah. I'm really excited about that. Uh, yeah, I really can't think of anything else, at least at the moment. You know, we have we have months of news to like think about here and there and, you know. Things pop up. Um, I just saw... Okay, never mind. That's not what I thought it was. Um, do you want to... you want to talk about... Um, want to talk about the topic? Want to go into the topic? I think we should. All right, cool. Um... Uh, straight out the gate, spoiler warning? Yeah. Probably. Okay, straight out the gate. Um, spoiler warning, if you do not want to hear about Dr. Stone up to, what is this, season, what's season two, episode 30? Is that what it is? Uh, season three? Season two? This is season three, episode 20. Right? Yes. Okay, season three. The season three episode twenty. Uh spoilers if you're not caught up. Um let's just do like an overview first before we talk about everything. Let's just let's just do like a up to this point. For sure. Um everything is made of rocks. This it's so interesting. I really do love Doctor Stone, and the thing that really caught my eye with it was like it it has it is one of the very few things that stuck in Shonen Jump that wasn't just a battle Shonen. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it I don't know. It's really cool to just watch. People like them to do things. People, a lot of people say that Doctor Stone gets boring after a certain point, but like, I just, I feel like whatever it lacks, it always makes up for in something else. Like whatever action it lacks, it makes up for the billions of pages of fucking science that's behind it. Or when it's lacking science, there's like drama. Um, so uh, I guess to like start it out for a brief overview, um, 
the world the world got turned to stone. Every single person got turned to stone. Um, okay, real quick, the birds turned to stone, right? Yeah, but not the dogs or the animals, right? Uh unclear. Because the birds definitely did. The birds uh, definitely did. At least some of the birds did. Or at least some of the birds, at least. Maybe those were tests. I don't know. Um, but uh, Dr. Stone is, of course, if, if, if you're here and you know about it, but you like, but like you want to re- recap of the story, like this is going to be a rough one. Uh, but if you're deciding to just go balls to the wall and you're just going to learn about it with us, thank you. Uh, but, um, you know, one day, a high school student named Senku uh, and his best friend and his other friend, you know, they're in school. Um, his friend Taiju is going to confess his love to his childhood friend, Yuzuriha. Um, and literally seconds later, he gets knowed. No, because the world got turned to stone. And thousands of years later, uh, the world is not at peace. But, you know, the the stone age begins when Senku wakes up. Um, All details we're not totally sure of. Uh, You you only watch the anime, right? Yes. Okay, cool. I, I actually... Okay. Funny thing. I knew everything up to the name of the pet of how the petrification started. And I know the last chapter, but reading the last chapter doesn't give me any spoilers for context that happened in the entire series. You could literally watch the first five episodes, read the last chapter and be like, okay, I get it. And then like, you're just kind of questioning who a bunch of these people are. Uh, that you get introduced to. Um, so I know what the last chapter is, uh, but everything for me in the anime is like new knowledge. Um, so I, I was just wondering if like you had any, if if we were on a different page where you had more information than me. Um, but we, we get introduced, I guess we get reintroduced to Senku, and he wakes up uh, because he got peed on. Imagine waking up after thousands of years because you got peed on. Imagine you you got you got peed on. Anyway, um, so we the beginning of Doctor Stone. It's so it's so interesting. I always want to say that Senku is like a MacGyver, but he's not because he's just so much smarter. He's like mm-hmm. the perfect person to get put into this situation because he thrives. I feel like he would thrive more if it was like a more technologically advanced society and everybody was turned to stone. But like it's such a everything in this series is very perfect for what needs to happen. And that's okay. Like that's just like how the story evolves and you know it's the story that he's telling. But like out of all of the people to wake up and to figure out the things that are happening and to also have these people involved who like the people who didn't 
get petrified are people that one of them is like involved with him in a way is so like it's it's so much coincidence that like you just gotta kind of run with it uh mm-hmm. because like the idea that his dad is one of the only other people and like his dad entrusted his will into him for the future thousands of years beforehand it's so like wild like in itself is so wild um but yeah um I don't I don't really want to do a recap because this is a long story. Um It's a very long story. Uh but Senku uh I guess we'll we'll, we'll do up to like arcs, right? So in the yeah. beginning in the beginning he revive he Senku gets revived and the like he kind of has to like f- <laughs> He's like born in the 21st century, so like he doesn't know how to like hunt and gather and everything like that. So he's like making his best and doing the best that he can. Uh and then until eventually he figures out how he was resurrected and how he can resurrect another person. So like Senku's like, he's the smartest person to exist, right? The dude just has like crazy memory, crazy brain function. Like the amount that his brain works and stores memory and everything like that, um, is just ridiculous. Um, the, the reason that, they believe that Senku was able to be revived is because one, uh, he got peed on by bats and pee has a lot of, uh, nitroglycerin in it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the nitroglycerin mixed in with the fact that Senku wasn't unconscious when he was turned to stone. Senku actually started counting in his stone body. The second he got petrified. You said, wait, no, it's not it's nitrile. It's not nitroglycerin. Nitroglycerin's an explosive. It's nitric acid. <laughs> nitric acid. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> yo, bats would be bats crazy. Bats explosives. That would be crazy. I, I would be Batman if that, that was like... Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Like, you got bit by a spider and you become Spider-Man and then like you got bit by a bat and they're just like, oh no, don't pee on me. Uh... Yeah, wow, that took a turn. Uh, because of the nitric acid uh, within it. And Senku wasn't unconscious the entire time. He counted the entire time he was stuck in as stone. And he was able to convert that shit really easy in his head from seconds into years. And figured out that they were like 3,700 some years in the future. Um, that's how much time has passed. He's also the same age, the same, he's, he's the same age as he was that long ago when he got petrified. Uh, he's in the same, like, he, he has the same body parts. Like, nothing's changed about him except he was in stone. The only thing that has changed is, he, he doesn't see it, but uh, eventually they figure it out, is that they have markings on them. And I think that's a really nice visual representation for... <clears throat> the author to do to differentiate those who have been uh, petrified and the people who live in the modern world and are born in the mm-hmm. modern world. Um, it's a nice signifier. Um, but he eventually gets enough nitric acid that he makes a potion, which they call the revival fluid. That's just what they always call it. It's it's the miracle fluid or the revival fluid. 
Um, he brings back his best friend, who Senku is the brains and the scrawny, and his friend is the dumb and the tough. So they're like the best combination of two. Uh, and they and they live like life for a bit until they try and figure out like what they're gonna do. Senku from the beginning is just like we're gonna rebuild humanity, blah 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 blah. Um, but it wasn't until they found like a lion that things started to go really south. Uh, and this is honestly probably the this is the pinnacle moment of the series because without this happening the rest of the series probably wouldn't have went the same mm-hmm. uh they encounter a mountain they encounter a lion be it they're in japan now a three thousand seven hundred odd year older japan so like the earth has been terraformed in much different ways um but they found a lion in, in the wild uh in a forest um the forests of japan which they've kind of like put up to the fact that like the f- zoo animals bro like probably got out and then they would like normally multiply like if they were in the wild um so they found a lion and with a revival fluid they were able to revive a young boy named sukasa young calling him a young boy just doesn't feel right he's like a man he's like a grown man in a young boy's it's baki. body yeah he's pretty much just it's baki young baki just young Baki. Uh, he's known as the primitive high school Baki student. Baki Shonen. Yeah. He's known as the primitive high school student and literally beats the shit out of a lion. Uh, but the big turning point of the entire series is the fact that Sukasa has a different ideology from Senku. Sukasa believes that this is the second chance of humanity. And instead of reviving all 7 billion people that exist on the earth that have been petrified that they should use selective, that they should, not selective, they should use the this to their advantage and start a new society with the younger people uh, so the older people don't create the same mistakes as modern society had it. And Senku's just like, nah, we got to revive everybody. And that's where, like, the ter- their, their first bits of, not animosity towards each other, but, like, this is the first time they ever went at each other's wits because Sukasa doesn't know everything that Senku does. And Senku isn't as strong as Sukasa. So you have the literal strong person versus the literal smart person. And it's like brain versus brawn, but obviously like one needs the other more or both need the, each other equally, but not to the extent where they're willing to give up their, ideologies and i think that's the that's like the main driving force of this entire series is ideologies and how people like you live in this society i guess like we could talk about like the greater scope of this is the like everything in this series is about how people think because unlike other stories where like we have like a lot of other things happening in the world these people are like it these what these people do will affect the entire world because they are are not just our literal point characters but they literally have the ability to cause world changing effects because they are the only people alive you know as far yeah. as they know yeah but um like 
seeing their perspectives and everything like that is my favorite thing. So eventually they revive Yuzuriha and uh, a lot of stuff happens. All in all, the, the turnaround for this is that Skasa tries to kill Senku after learning how to make revival fluid. Senku fakes his own death because on the back of his neck where Sukasa hit him and seemingly killed him, he had a patch of uh, petrification that it didn't quite heal that he was a that Taiju was able to use petrific uh, the revival fluid on healed Senku's neck. Um, a lot of other things, but this act in itself created a large time skip and pretty much the progression of the whole story where Sukasa was going to revive the people that he deemed worthy and the younger people to create a new empire. And Senku, uh, Taiju, and Yuzuriha created this plan where those two would go off and be a part of his empire and be their, his like inside people. And Senku mm-hmm. was going to figure shit out. Like, that was, that was pretty much it. Everything that's happened afterwards is just a great coincidence. And, like, you could say it's, like, some, like, master-level adaptation on Senku's part. Because everything after that, he was pretty much just like, yeah, I'm going to have to figure this all out, like, by myself. Um, He's free-balling. Him finding uh, Ishigami Village, him befriending everybody that... Uh, was sent to him from Sukasa that were supposed to like defeat him or like betray him or anything like that that he befriended. You know, that's all just like he, he's just he's just better. He's just better. Uh, Senku is greater than all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and like up to the modern point that we are now, we've barely just started to uncover the mysteries of the series. Um, like we barely we we just found out what the method was for petrification in the first place, and like it's a man-made thing. That's like it's it's at least a scientific-based thing. Like it, it could be man-made. Um, and in the most recent episode, we figured out that there's a good, that there are multiple of them. Um, yes. So uh, it's called the Medusa. So this this whole thing started. So this whole thing started. Uh, it's a big green wave of energy that went and turned people into stone in Earth's proximity. So we learned that there was a group of astronauts that weren't affected by it. They went down to Earth. Uh, they did a whole bunch of stuff, including procreating um, on an island yeah. and leaving stuff for the future generation. And one of these people was Senku's dad. And Byakuya, Ishigami Byakuya was just like, bruh. My son has this shit. He's not my son, but he's my son. We're not biologically related, but my son is smart as fuck. He's probably figuring out how to fucking cure everybody now. Um, so, like, that whole thing. Um, yeah, just, I, I feel like I've blabbered on a lot. Like, tell me your opinions. I want to know how you feel about Dr. Stone. I mean, I... I adore the series as a whole. I adore all the characters. I love that, you know, a, a lot of these times with like these sciencey shows and stuff like that, it's 
it's not really like rooted in any kind of realism um mm -hmm. and one of the like things that like really gripped me early on about this series was that um you know they have those little like reality breaks where uh like mecha senku will come up and be like oh look at this this is a fun little thing and it's like a bill nye segment it's like a weird yeah. anime bill nye segment and like i was like okay this is fun this is cute and then the thing that like really kicked that like really like sort of like you know kind of blew me away was that was when they made gunpowder because right before they did that mecha senku popped up and was like uh kids really don't make this at home this is the recipe to to make gunpowder and i'm like no 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 way it's too it's too much and for sure enough is that was that was the recipe that's the one that's how they do it um like all the characters themselves are also like super endearing they're super cool um one of my favorites personally um is uh this older guy from uh the village that senku ends up finding of people oh. that are actually in the the stone age uh his name is kasaki he's he's just like this very like small looking man but he he's a builder right he he is a hard worker uh and the minute that he gets excited about crafting something he turns into a like a jojo character and like just his clothes explode and he's just rippling with muscles and just wants to get cracking on some kind of new invention um and like i said before it, like it really scratches that like jimmy neutron itch that i didn't realize that i still had mm -hmm. yeah um my favorite character is probably you know it changes depending on who it like what is happening through it but i have to say yeah. like consistently it's probably gen because he gen or gein or whatever it's definitely him because like i don't know he is a necessary evil from all of what is happening mm -hmm. um and he's just i don't know he's just so cool um the fact that he uh it's it it's the way that senku won him over that and it, it's it's awesome the way that he like wins over everybody in sakasa's like empire um because what senku does is he promises like the new he promises to bring the old world into what is happening right now in the stone world and like it's literally him talking with Gein, and he's just like, or Gein, I forget, if, I'm going to call him Gein. Um, him talking with Gein about, like, him doing what he can to put the stone world back to modern times. And he's just like, well, he's just like, I think the dialogue goes like, if there's something that you would want, like, in the stone world, what would it be? And he's just like, I want fucking Coke. He's like, not cocaine, but he's just like, he's like, I want a Coca-Cola. He's like, I want cola. And he's just like, I know you can't make it, 
or he's just like, you can't make it because like modern refrigeration, uh, like the recipe for making the syrup and like making carbonated water, like it's impossible. And like a couple things happen and like he vowed, he like does some stuff for Senku and like does some stuff to betray Sukasa for a little bit. And then he ends up finding a bottle of cola that Senku made him that tastes apparently exactly like it fucking does in the 21st century. And he's just, that wins his heart. It's the simple ask and desire of something to remind him about the world that he was from that Senku was able to deliver on. And like, he just totally gave, he gave himself completely there. He was just like, all right, if this guy can make me some cola, then I'm just going to give him the rest of my life. He gives me the small thing, the small pleasure that I can't experience, that I couldn't experience before. Uh, you're now my master. He doesn't say that, but that's pretty much what happens. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, no. Uh, and I love the way that he like for the other people like um, what's her name? Uh, she's the buff blonde lady. Uh, uh Nikki. Yeah. So with Nikki, he's like. He promises her, uh, he promised, so at first they were trying to deceive her by, like, thinking that the one singer woman, I forget the name. Okay, I'm Lillian sure. Weinberg. Oh, my gosh, you're prepared. Hi, my name is Lillian Weinberg. So having this woman who she adored as, like, a teenager, as a singer, like, they were trying to, like, fake it with Gein, like, mimicking her voice and everything like that. And, like, using the cell phones. This dude created cell phones in the Stone Age. Um, she was like, don't do that. Don't give me hope. Well, pretty much what she was, she was like, don't fake it and everything like that. And she was, he, Senku was just like, okay. But he's just like, what I can do for you is to make sure that everybody will be able to experience this again. And, like, that is what drove her. And, like, every, like a lot of those people have the stories and the promises that Senku can bring them with science. Um, I I do have to say Chrome, although he is annoying, I do really enjoy him because he's like, I love Chrome. he's like the biggest, like, I don't know. He's he, nerd. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's the best way to put he's it. He's just a nerd dude. Cause like Senku, like Senku for one is the first person who ever validates his existence and his hobbies. And two, <coughs> excuse me, I'm dying. Uh, two, he's like the only person that takes science as seriously as Senku. And he's just like, oh man, like Senku is like his ideal final form. But the promise of just science in general and like learning more is what drives this man. And it's so like, I don't know, it's kind of heartwarming because like he's still a kid. So, like, if you were to look at him as, like, a child fulfilling his dreams, I don't know. It's just heartwarming. Um, yeah. Also Suika, because Suika is a fucking... She's cool. She also, like... It used to be funny when, like, Suika was, like, a watermelon, like, rolling around. But now, it, it's kind of weird in the last couple episodes. She's just kind of a disembodied head just bouncing around. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Suika being another person that, like, Senku helped, you know, 
Sanku making prescription lenses. Yeah, no. The the amount of things that Senku does in this series is crazy. Also, some of this isn't like super hyper realistic. They they created they created a car in like a day. Uh they paved a road in like a couple hours. Um they built an oven and like what is it? No. Yeah. They built a boat in a year, which I feel like is super, like, I feel like a year, like, might seem like a long time for most people, but, like, I feel like that's really unrealistic for, like, a boat, especially the size that the Perseus is. Yeah. Some of it's, like, hyper-dilated because of the fact that this is an anime and everything. But everything, like, bef- like pre-Stone War was, like, it was slow and it felt like it was like it felt I don't want to say it felt super real, but like it was slow and it was cool to see how everything progressed. But everything post Stone War with Sukasa was like super hyper, like super easy. Yeah. Like especially after they found oil, like Senku was like he was spawning things in and like he was cheating stuff in with creative mode at this point. Um my favorite well in all fairness to that they weren't having to deal with the impending doom of the of the world's strongest high schooler yeah and they were able to like focus on like sort of like the fun broad stuff and they did like have a lot of time skips in there yeah um my uh but my favorite part is like when senku is like he has to think or like they're really down and like they pretty much my favorite part is back when they go to the treasure Island and the, uh, the first initial use of the petrification of the petrification device, the first time Medusa was used um, was on the boat and like Senku, Gin, Kohaku and fucking uh, what's his name? Suyozu. Soyuzu. Soyuzu? Soyuz? Who who fucking out of left field fucking main character dope dude. Uh I thought he was just gonna be a <laughs> meme. Um but Soyuz like Saitama looking. Yeah, I was just like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> like we saw him, I was like, is he a traitor? And then he's just like, What? I'm not from Ishigami Village. I'm from this island. I'm like, what the fuck? Um like, who is this fucking weird ass dude? Um but when the four of them go to the island and, like, the petrification happens, I was just like, oh, shit. Like, they really, like, the the way that the author, like, lined a lot of the stuff up, I was just like, oh, like, this is, like, a threat. Like, the, before the threat was, like, a person, right? Like, a solid person and, like, the army that they could have. But, like, you add on top of, you pretty much add on top of the fact that they have, like, a world-ending weapon with them, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, you're just like, oh, shit. Um, thankfully, they've kind of worked the kinks out of re- the how a revival fluid works. Um, because Mr. Captain... <laughs> um, Mr. Captain Moneybags over there fucking has died so many times. This is also the easiest way that they could ever show multiple deaths on TV... Uh, and it not be like R rated. 
Um, because I'm sorry. Uh, what is his name? I keep forgetting. I I know his fucking butler's name, but I can't think of his name. Oh, uh, Ryusui? Yeah, Ryusui. Uh, I keep wanting to call him Drago, but that's his fucking money. Um, I love Ryusui. His special made me... I loved the entire hour that I watched it. Um, Ryusui is so awesome. He also gives me, like... I don't know. He He's, like... There's so many characters that take up the position of, like, the Dutrotagonist. Like, the second person that is the main character in the entire mm-hmm. series. Like, it's obviously, like, Taiju for a while. Then it's Chrome... And then for a while, like, honestly, for a long time, even, like, he takes up bits and pieces of it, like, up to the story up this, to this point now, like, uh, Gein is, could be seen as, like, the second ma- main protagonist because, like, we just see so much from his perspective and, like, he's involved so much. Um, uh, but, like, when Rusui gets added in, I'm just like, oh, my God, this guy's like, this guy is, like, the natural instinct that Senku doesn't have as a person. Yeah. Um, like, he is exactly what Senku lacks um, when it comes to survival skills. Uh, and I think he's fun. He's like this... He's this chaotic good. That's the only way I can describe him. He's like this chaotic good that, like, meshes so well with the existing cast. His fucking butler is so odd, though. When I, when floor when flowerance Florius, Florians. How do you pronounce it? Uh. Oh, uh, Francois. His butler. Oh, is it Francois? Man, it's Francois. The Japanese the Japanese sub really doesn't get, do me very well when I don't watch the episode right after. Um, Francois. Super cool. Also feels like a weird deus ex machina just to make it easier for them to have food. But uh, I love Rusui. Uh, the fact that he tried to make a giant economic, like he tried to create like a big economic system with his bills. And then Senku and Gien are just like, nah, we got this. We can manipulate the market. Uh, is like one of my favorite like side things. Um but he's just died. He's died so many times. Um, if you count the first time he was petrified, he's been petrified like the almost the most. No, he's been petrified the most. He's been petrified the most, and like through petrification, has died so many times. Uh, <laughs> if you count the first time, if you count every time he's been shattered, there is the he's been shattered twice. Yeah. Yes. He's been shattered twice, but petrified like four times. The initial time he got petrified, the second time he got petrified, which was the first time on the ship, uh, there is the time that he got petrified when they were creating the line for Senku, and then when he threw himself in front of Medusa when uh, they were in the middle of the most recent fight uh, with... Uh, what the fuck is his name? I'm really bad at this. I'm explaining the story while I just can't fucking remember people's <laughs> names. Uh, 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 Ibarra? Yeah. I'm trying to think of a nickname for him, but like, Creepy Old Man's the only thing that comes creepy to mind. Creepy Old Man. Um, 
But he, he got turned into stone four times. Everybody else, like, minimum three. Or, like, everybody else is, like, max three times. But this this guy just fucking... He, he, he's been through a lot. Um, I also think it's, like, pretty hacks. Uh, Kaseki breaks it up all the time. Like, has brought it up both times. He's been petrified. He's just like, bro... I feel revitalized. And Senku's just like, oh, yeah, the petrification probably cured your arthritis and shit. That's hacks. That is OP. I would love when they to bring be back petrified and unpetrified. When they bring back Sakasa. go back to normal? Oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> both of your legs would be fine. <laughs> um, Like, it's so it's so powerful. Like, literally, like, Put put people in the states like Sukasa, and I mean like I don't know what happens next in the story, but like if there's multiple Medusas, and they have one right, there's no reason for anybody to really die unless it's like of natural causes. You know what I mean? And like yeah. even to that extent, like if if him being petrified put lot years on Kaseki's life, like where does it stop? You know what I mean? If it cures stuff like arthritis and shit, like. What is the delay that it sh- that it'll come back? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, does he just look like an old man now? But now he's like new, or something like that. Um, because like arthritis is something like gained over time and everything like that, and it'll even like heal back the imperfect cracks as if like that piece was there to an extent. So like, I don't know. It's super interesting to think about. Uh. Yeah. Uh, give me your thoughts. Give me your thoughts on the story so far. Give me your thoughts on. Uh... I'm I'm interested by it. it. Like it's it's cool and interesting. I where we left off with like there's still like plenty of like questions left. Oh, tons. Um, Why? Uh, and like the person that I was watching with, like we were like theorizing and talking about like you know where we thought the series was going how and we had both said like before watching the latest episode you know the series is probably going to end with senku going to space um and then we watched the final episode and senku's like our next stop the moon and we were like well it's not the end of it but we were right um the whole like you know why man and stuff like that the the secret behind him uh, and whatnot or them or whatever uh, is super interesting. I'm excited to see like what comes of that. I'm interested to see if there's like more to um, if there's more to like Senku's like family that we don't know about. I know that like, you know, we have his adoptive father, but I have this running theory in my head that you know, only somebody as smart as, like, Senku or smarter than Senku could, like, figure out how to make this thing. This thing is, like, either an alien piece of technology, which I think would be boring, or the more interesting thing is that it was made on Earth by someone. Um, Mm -hmm. What if, like, you know, Senku has some kind of sibling or, like, family that was actually, like, a part of the creation team or whatever for this thing? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, no. Um... I think it's really interesting. I I haven't really thought too much about it because I don't know. I don't 
always like when the main character is somehow attached to everything going on in the story. Yeah. Like, I like the idea that, you know, the thing that, that ruined Naruto for me was the fact that Naruto is the reincarnation of, of the Sage of Six Paths. Yeah. That he's the reincarnation of the, the child of the Sage of Six Paths and the fact that like he's predestined for everything like that. I feel like that entire that ruined the entire thing because it's like, oh, you're telling me that the hardships that he went through like were for naught because like the dude's always like guaranteed for some type of success, is what you're telling me, uh, or he's mm-hmm. he's guaranteed to go down this path. Um, it's also like, uh, well, there's another anime that kind of does this. Um, give me one second. I'm thinking. Um, Fire Force kind of does this. Uh, do you care if I spoil Fire Force? Um, Are you going to watch it? I I mean, I'm up to date with it, but I also... I, I, this is like hard... I, mo- I, this is like hard end of st- story, so I'm not going to spoil it. So um, the, the thing I will say that I know about, I guess spoilers for Fire Force, <laughs> yeah. is that I understand that somehow, and I don't know how... Um, the um the world gets like remade or whatever and becomes soul eater oh that's not even like that's not even like the the worst of it all um, oh jeez you're just you're just getting to the tip of the iceberg um what's a there's a series that is like very similar to this um oh fairy tale kind of does this uh where like do you, do you care about fairy tale spoilers? No, I don't. Okay, uh, spoilers <laughs> for fairy tale. Like, the, like one of the main villains. Like, pretty much both of the main villains are like almost directly involved with Natsu, the main character. Like, uh, almost like in their entirety, right? Acnologia, which is like the big bad of the series, is like he he's a dragon slayer, and like he eventually becomes a dragon because he kills so many dragons and eats them and bathes in their blood, so he just becomes a dragon, right? So, like, he... His existence is kind of the reason that Natsu is himself in, like, a turn-of-events type of, like, time travel, him being raised by his dragon father and the reason he does the things that he does. That's that's a little more, like, loosely intertwined. But, mm-hmm. like, the other main villain is literally his brother. And, like, we, f- like, spoilers, hard spoilers, Natsu is, like, a revived clone of the main villain's brother. So he literally fabricated, like, his entire existence and also put him into the care of the dragon that raised him and also is the reason that he doesn't he can't die and the reason he's so strong and if you if he kills his brother then he will also die type of stuff like mm-hmm. he put a spell on him that states as long as i live you will too or something like that and like the guy's immortal so like he, he can't die so like huh. Natsu's just like, I'm going to kill you, blah, blah, blah. And then he's just like, if you kill me, then you die as well. Um, I just don't always like when, like, the 
extremely the ex- extremely low chance that the main character is related to whatever's happening in the story mm-hmm. is like directly involved with the main plot that's going on. Like I get if it's like they get themselves involved, like if the evil organization now makes them the prime target because they've been hassling them for so long. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a difference between that and then this random person who decides to get themselves involved. Like it's like if in Pokemon Red's dad was Giovanni. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's different for you stopping the evil organization because you want to, and it's different for you want to stop this evil organization and oh ho ho, your dad's the one who runs it. You know what I mean? And like it creates a different drama, but at the same time it's like, oh, like wow. Like like I don't know. It's just it's weird. So I'm not really I don't I don't necessarily disagree with your idea or like your guys' speculation. I just don't yeah. want it to be like a hundred percent true where it's like, oh, his father's like the one who makes who like helps with the, the production of Medusa or like the science behind it. Yeah. If it or would be very like soap opera esque, or if, like, if his they, if they his dad is Y man, just like his evil twin. It's just Senku with like a mustache or something. Yeah, like uh, if <laughs> I wouldn't, I'm not like too bothered by the that. I'd be more bothered if it's like Y man is Senku's dad, Senku's actual father or something. Yeah. Or like say, or like Y man's like Senku from the future. Like it, it would it would take a lot of storytelling for me to like grasp a lot of that. Ah. So you're telling me you really didn't like Eon as a villain, Ben? Yeah. Gotcha. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I I like the idea that Eon is a uh, is an alien, not Future Ben. Uh, or or the fact that it's Future Ben that took a Chrono Sapien or Cronian's DNA and then he got his mind taken over. But that's just me. Um. Yeah. No, I really. I really do enjoy this. The Minecraft analogies just kind of were too, like, it was too accurate uh, because this entire anime could just be a Minecraft mod. Uh, it, yeah. it could just be a skin pack, skin, skin pack for Minecraft because that's literally what it is. Um, but I think, like, one of my all-time favorite things about this show is, like, uh, we talked about it earlier, but like, it's the ability that this show has to humanize a lot of the stuff going on. I think that this is one of the best animes to bring in a non-anime watcher in to view it because it is so based. I'm not saying everything that they do is based in realism, but like people's reactions to what is happening within the story makes sense. There's always valid there's always a good validation behind everything for the most part, right? Yeah. Like oh, like Sukasa's a dick for wanting to just pick certain people, but he validates himself in the end. Like towards the end when they go, when they're when they're at their truce and everything, Senku's just like people are just like, "Wow, Sukasa, I can't believe you're this this and this and like I can't believe you'd actually do that." And he's just like he's like, "We live in a world that can no longer sustain 7 billion people. We literally, that's literally impossible for us to bring everybody back. He's like, take everything that I said about corrupt government out of the equation. We cannot sustain 7 billion people in the infrastructure that we have right now. They would all die. Um, 
he's like, so it only makes sense that we bring back the young people that, that like, that are physically gifted and aspire and that have goals and different things like that, because those would be the most driven people. And like, it makes sense, right? Even to an extent, Huga's also kind of a Darwinistic view on it. He validates his point. He's like, we can only bring back the best people. Huga is literally just like, it is eat or be eaten in the stone world. So you, he's like, I want to bring back all of the good. I want to bring back all of the best people that is possible, like with a very like Marxist philosophy towards it all, right? And mm-hmm. even like the justifications behind the people who are the Stone Age primi- uh, primitives, like they don't know what's going on. It takes a lot of Senku explaining and showing to them, like why things are happening when Senku eventually when he first enters Ishigami village they're fucking they're they're correct for everything that they do they're just like who are you why do you speak such clear japanese where did you come from like why do you have these markings on your face we're going to lock you up we're going to like why like they everything is like a pretty good rationale towards it right yeah. even like them like questioning the fucking village weirdo being his like new companion it's just like, well, this doesn't really track. Like, we, like, why, why everything happens? I feel like it's pretty. I don't want to say realistic, but it, it's more, it's more palpable than like me watching Mister Ninja go up and down a tree and like creating a giant random tornado in his hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it's it's so cool to see like it evolve over the time that we, that like the show has gone on um, and show like different things. And people have shown that like a lot of the science behind this, although it's like, it is stretched for anime is very like rooted in the actual thing. Like you can make Senku's cola recipe if you wanted to, it ain't going to taste that good, but you know, people, these people haven't had actual, modern day like accommodations technically in thousands of years but to them like years you know what i mean so like of course it's going to taste good for them because that's the only thing they have you know what i mean so um yeah it's just it's just so cool of a series sometimes like you have to you have to what what do what do they say you have to ignore the realism or like divert realism suspend suspension of of disbelief suspension of disbelief yeah for some things like you know when the fucking car and the different shit like that and even fun with it yeah that's like my favorite thing about this because like that everybody can find something within this series that you like um the the this show has so many tear-jerking moments when it comes to petrified people coming back and them finding a purpose or them siding with Senku. People dying. I'm sorry. During the the hundred year, the during like the hundred year tale or whatever with Byakuya and the people. Yeah. Yeah. During that time, bro, that was just sad. Like these are some of the smartest people. 
<coughs> to be to exist in the world like those astronauts um except for the singer she's she's just a singer is that rude to say and weinberg alone but i mean like these are some of like the most these are literally the most intelligent people on the earth right now because it's only them like it's the them six um but they quite literally like they they just start dying. You know, the different tragedies start happening, and it's just sad to see. When Byakuya is face down in that river getting the platinum for Senku, I was so sad. Oh, yeah. And, like, I don't know. It's It, it gets you sometimes watching this, because, like, as a... This is, like, it's considered, like, an isekai as well as, like, a post-apocalyptic show. Because, like... And, like, it's so... I don't know, like, fuck The Walking Dead. If a zombie apocalypse happened, like, you know, wait out the rotting flesh. But if this were to happen, bro, that'd be scary. Imagine just waking up and, like, you're you're literally, like, at fucking, like, Ark Survive. Ark Survival or whatever. Yeah. Like, no, I, I so would scary. Have sh- I would shut down immediately. I wouldn't know what to do. It's... There's, it's, it's similar in like some ways. It's also not that good. Um, (laughs) But it's, (laughs) okay, I'm not really selling this very well. Um, But there's this uh, TV show that um, I think was on HBO for a while. Um, It's a very old one, but it's called um, uh, Revolution. Um, Uh Uh-huh. And in a similar regard to, like, modern-day technology, uh, it's uh, a what-if scenario if uh, electricity just disappeared from the planet. Like Uh a giant EMP, sort of like a giant EMP or something happened. um, Yeah. And electricity was just gone. Um, it, It took them a while for them to, like, show a lot about, like like scenes from like the night that like the electricity disappeared but mm-hmm. like there was some like, pretty horrific stuff that like nobody had like even like really talked about or thought about when they showed it off because like well you know if electricity disappears then what happens to all the planes and so they just started showing planes falling out of the sky yeah and people screaming what um but all everyone like just sort of resorted to like colonial times in a way and like uh all the technology went back to very just old rudimentary stuff and very Mm -hmm. very few people actually survived that yeah um yeah and that's that's one of my favorite things about this is like suspend your disbelief for the stuff that senku does and how fast it all happens but I feel like a lot of the emotions that you see characters have are, like, pretty... I think they're pretty realistic. Like, if I woke up in that world, yeah, I'd feel the same way. Like, man, it sucks now. Uh, but, you know, we kind of got to survive. Um, and, like, seeing the differences between a primitive person versus someone who did exist in the modern day... Uh, and like their their how they look at life 
and how they deal with situations is always it's it's really interesting. Yeah. For sure. Um but yeah, um I'm looking forward to finishing this and uh hopefully like the I don't know what the the slots look like for this like how much more we have to go until the end of the series and stuff but you know do you know if the series is done oh like from the from this episode well from the manga moreover oh no the manga is done the manga is done okay oh you mean in perspective from where it is in the manga yeah like do we have like another arc maybe two uh give me a second uh, this could be easily solved. Um, we have uh, the last two episodes were the the last two episodes are the beginnings of one arc. Uh, so we have counting the two episodes as a whole arc that we haven't gotten through. We have one, yeah. two, three, four, five. Arcs? Mm-hmm. Ooh. And then pretty much just like the fi- the final episode after that. Um, so we yeah. still have some of the. to go for. Well, this is the thing. Like, a lot of the... In the... The chapters didn't, like, the chapters per arc (coughs) really didn't get super hefty. So, like, I get, like, the, what is it? The Kingdom of Science arc, which is, like, Senku fucking bringing the village up to, like, modern times to an extent, was, like, the first Mm -hmm. chapter-heavy thing. And then the next thing that happened was um, the the beginnings of the war against Sukasa, and then every chapter after every arc after that has been like super heavy uh, with the amount of uh, chapters that they have per arc. So interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there's still quite a bit. There's a lot of anime that they could do for this. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited for it. I really love Dr. Stone, and I'm I'm super excited for, like, the future and, like, the, the stuff that they unveil. And I do know what happens in the last chapter, but like I said, you could literally watch the first few episodes. I I'd say, like, you could get to, like, the beginnings of the Ishigami village arc and, like, get introduced to, like, Chrome and, like, the shit that he starts to do in the village. And then you could read the last chapter and you're just like, yeah, I can see it. Like, it's it's just, like, the, like, I don't know. <laughs> it's not a lot of spoiling to the story, except there's a shit ton of characters at the end in the final <laughs> chapter. That's pretty much okay. it. Like... You just see a bunch of people, and when I read it, I was just like, oh, I know who some of these are. And then, like, I see, like, a couple faces, I'm like, I don't fucking know who you are, though. So, like, it it feels, the final chapter feels very disconnected, so, like, I don't feel like I spoiled a lot for myself. 
So I'm very excited to get the mysteries of the show solved for me. Um, yeah, no. Also, it's, it's fucking... O- Medusa's just OP. Also scary. Also, like, yeah. there has to be some type of failsafe on that. Because, like, what if you just accidentally say, like, a set amount of... Like, a set length and a set amount of time after each other? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what if you listen to, like... Like, it's like listening to, like, a recipe or something like that. What if you're just like, oh, we have to... Like, we have to be... <laughs> In five feet, in five seconds, and then it's just like, <laughs> like, the Medusa's just like, cockooning, and then it just fucking, in five minutes, you just fucking, the green glow happens. I don't know. It's just, it's super interesting. I can't wait they to hear the more. perfect time bomb. Huh? They are the perfect time bomb. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, quite literally. That's what, that's what happened to that one guy. The, the, the guy who was literally just Anubis. Yeah. Uh I love how Senku punched his ribcage and he like Senku was just like, ah, I'm gonna get it. Uh <laughs> instead of like grabbing a rock like Ibarra yeah. did. Um uh, fight would have been over. Um But yeah, no, I'm super excited to see the rest of the stuff for the story. Um I don't know if you have some closing thoughts on it. Favorite invention so far. Um, I don't, hmm, favorite invention, I can tell you my least favorite invention, like, it's, like, the most useful thing, but it's, like, my least favorite thing that happened recently, uh, was definitely the radar, Mm -hmm. um, I get the science behind it and everything like that, it was just, it wasn't fun to watch, like, a lot of the stuff during the Ishigami Village arc was definitely, like, my favorite stuff to watch. Um, my favorite invention, um, damn it, is it ramen? Hmm. It might be, hmm, is it ramen? (laughs) It might be ramen. No, it can't be ramen. I don't know. You go first. Anytime. I'm quite partial to the race car. Um, oh, okay. The little RC, like, rat cars. Oh, But I also okay. really don't understand. Are you talking about the... the, the they have a name for them. Uh, they're called, like, the... They're, they're the something-something four-wheel drive. Yeah. I don't... I don't understand how they're supposed to actually be able to drive those because it's not like they have cameras on them, and those maneuvered very, <laughs> they also, very, they also in, in like, very specific ways. They're not also they're also not using like AR or radio waves. They're just kind of like mm-hmm. working. Yeah. Damn it! Is it ramen? But it's also like those are pretty fun. Is I also it? really like the tank. Yeah, the tank is cool. Um, I miss Stone Wars. Stone Wars was fun. <laughs> yeah, the Stone Wars arc was cool. It's when all the invention happened. Yeah. Um. 
fuck? What is it? When they made the batteries, when they made the lead acid batteries, that was pretty cool. Um, God damn. I'm just going through all the inventions. It might be ramen. Damn it. I think I mean, the phone's pretty good. I think the phone's pretty cool. Because, like, despite everything, like, that's the way that they've been able to contact everybody. Ramen is also, like, super important, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first ever bit of, like, truly, like, sustain sustainable and, like, you know. <laughs> Might uh, also be, not like. sustainable food, but, like, food that, um, food that doesn't expire very fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's either that or the fridge that Scott's is in currently. Because <laughs> as far as I know, they haven't We're used the freeze. <laughs> they don't. They don't know. They don't use the fridge mechanics for. I mean, they use the pump. Like Senku has gone on record and said, like they use the pump for stuff, like the 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 blueprints for the pump. But like, mm. I don't think they actually use. We we haven't seen a fridge be used for anything except storing Sukasa's body. Yeah. He's going to need to give them some, like, ice cream or something soon. Yeah. I mean, they make cotton candy. Um, yeah. True. I'm really interested. Uh, I'm interested in to see what random shit. I mean, like, they have uh, France. Francois? France. Francois? Francois. They have Francois now. So, I mean, like, Francois knows everything. So... Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Francois could put their head together. Because, I mean, it wasn't a lot that, like, Senku just knew, like, the basics behind a lot of the stuff. And he was just like, I can remake it, kind of. Like, cotton candy was probably the easiest food stuff for him to remake. Obviously, bread didn't work. And, like, ramen was, like, ramen's, like, a 50-50 because they can't, like, exactly make ramen. Like, noodles, the way that they should be able to but yeah um it's either that or, actually i think i really like the perseus the perseus is just cool perseus counts as an invention yeah um it, it, it might just be ramen i think it's just ramen yeah there's no shame in just ramen that's yeah, fine um yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah, anything else? That's about it for me. Okay. Um, thank you all for listening. Um it's been a it's been a great episode. Great to be back. Um we're fired up. Um but if you uh would like to get in contact with us, you can reach us at our Twitter handles, X handles. X? Is it proper to say X? X formerly known as Twitter handles. Uh, mine is lying Platform formerly known as twitter yeah uh mine is at lying underscore mask i am vincent barlow eight and you can reach us both at our uh podcast twitter which is domestic bf pod um thank you to ultimate maverick x for the art as always um and yeah thanks for watching guys listening listening you don't watch this stay amazing you beautiful people